0: This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call... The
2: Riley and
0: Kimmy Show. The Riley
2: and Kimmy Show.
3: It is a Way Back Wednesday. If you're listening to the day show is uploaded, check the calendar. It's November 15th at You Flipped It Right, and right next to me is... Kimmy! I got one name! Kimmy! Hello, everybody! Hello, everybody! it everybody! everybody.
4: everybody. everybody.
3: Hi! Hi there. I am your host, Patrick Riley.
4: The field investigators in your sector have classified you as obsolete. You are obsolete. You have no function. You're an anachronism, like a
0: ghost from another time. You're a bug, crawling insect, an ugly,
5: misformed little creature who has no purpose here, no meaning.
3: Uh, uh, that's not true. Well, maybe. Well, Kimmy has meaning, so I'm just leaving. Uh, it's all <laughs> yours, Kimmy. I, I'm obsolete. I'm I'm out of here. It, it's yours. Have fun. Talk to you later. It's all yours, Kimmy. Oh, no. No, uh no, no, no. Okay, well, we'll prove that person wrong. Welcome to the Riley and Kimmy Show, the show that, well, it's new every day, a brand new pop culture show. We are a variety talk show. Tell your friends you found this place that's unique in the world of talk. That is the Riley and Kimmy Show. We offer escapism. It's all about memories and things like that because we heavily focus on nostalgia, retro, and things like that, right, Kimmy? Mm hmm. Positive memories. That's what we try to do, correct? Yes, sir. And, yes, sir. All nice and formal here. Uh, why is that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yes, sir. Geez. Okay. Well, uh, anyhow, that's what the Riley and Kimmy show is all about nostalgia, fun. Fun memories, things like that, and making new memories that are all positive. Correct. Mm-hmm. And it is a Wednesday, Kimmy. Being a way back Wednesday, kind of a wacky way back Wednesday because we have you in the studio. Wacky part is added. What is Wednesday in the world of nerdum and pop culture?
2: Well, it's new comic book day.
3: That's right. Brand new comic books across the country. You can find that entire list of brand new stuff. Not just comic books, but uh, let's see, statues, action figures, comic book related things at comic book stores. Graphic novels, trade paperbacks, just to name some on the list. We have a list of what's new right in our nerd news section on our website. Also on our website is a comic book shop locator. If you need to track one down, you can do it by zip code. We're going to shine the spotlight on a good friend to the Riley and Kimmy show in Central Florida. If you are in Central Florida, the Sanford area, DeBerry, DeLand, Altamont Springs, we highly recommend. Stopping by and visiting our good friends in Sanford, at Comic Central. Yeah, stop by and say hey. That's right, say hey to them. Especially this Saturday, Kimmy, they have a big event happening. Ooh. Yes, it's the third annual local comic shop day, and it's happening at Comic Central. That's this Saturday. That's the 18th. Starts at 11 in the morning, runs right through 5 o'clock in the afternoon. They have a limited section of, uh, well, get this, first-come, 1st first serve comic books for local comic shop day they have exclusive comics for sale they have a sidewalk sale going on local artists on hand it is definitely a fun day by the way plus a free justice league comic book to celebrate the launch of the new justice league movie unbelievable all happening this saturday at comic central
2: all right that's the fun
3: yes and by the way bring a brand new toy to comic central because comic central is a drop-off point for toys for tots help out children in central florida just by going to comic central and bring that brand new unwrapped toy
2: oh that's wonderful
3: yes and say hello to tyson and the staff they are they are friendly they're great Mm -hmm. and they are good friends to the riley and kimmy show now remember you can help out you can help out children in central florida just by stopping by comic central with your donation for Toys for Tots. That's an unwrapped brand-new toy this Saturday.
0: Sometimes, even good girls and boys are left off Santa's list. With all the blessings and bounty of Christmas, there still doesn't seem to be enough to go around. This year, make a place on your list and in your heart for a child you don't even know. Donate a new unwrapped toy to the Marine Corps Reserve toys for tots
3: and if you're in the sanford area the place to go to is comic central bring that brand new unwrapped toy to comic central especially this saturday for the kickoff and also to celebrate local comic shop day we have a link to comic central right on our website at rileyandkimmy.com and by the way when you visit our website at rileyandkimmy.com you can find social media links for the riley and kimmy show help us grow by uh, you know following like us and friending and all those things like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, a list goes on and on. Also, we have all our archived episodes available right there for your listening pleasure. And we have the platforms so you can take us along and listen easily every single day. We're proud to say we're part of iHeartRadio, also iTunes, SoundCloud, and others. All of those are available right on our website at rileyandkimmy.com. And we have nerd stories, pop culture links, All of that is available on our website at RileyAndKimmy.com. By the way, be sure to follow us on Facebook because we'll be announcing our next appearance, where the Riley and Kimmy show is going to be. That announcement will be first on Facebook. And we'd love to hook up with you, especially at this event. Now, we've given some clues on previous episodes of the Riley and Kimmy show. I have a clue right now. We will reveal where and what it is, what date, all that on our Facebook page, but here is a clue. Where can you find all those links we're talking about to the social media and the archived episodes and things like that, Kimmy? What is our web address?
2: RileyandKimmy.com
3: RileyandKimmy.com
0: The Riley
2: and Kimmy Show.
3: Shall we play? Again? That's a question for a way back Wednesday with the wacky one, Kimmy. Would you like to play nerd and pop culture trivia on this Wednesday? Yeah, let's do it. Alrighty, one of the things I want to point out: the timeline has been adjusted. It's not in chronological or linear order. So feel free to shout out answers and help Kimmy. She believes in time travel answers. So yell at whatever computing device you have the Riley and Kimmy show playing on right now. And it could be anything because we are mobile. We are global. You can take us anywhere on planet Earth and you can listen to us any time of day or night. Miss a little. You miss a lot. That's the Riley and Kimmy show. Now, the very first question we have for you, Kimmy, is broadcast related, but it's pop culture based. We are looking for the decade this happened. It was on this date. This network debuted with a radio network of 24 stations. The first network radio broadcast was a four-hour spectacular. Kimmy, first part of a two-part question. What is the network? NBC. You got that right. Now, the decade is what we're looking for. Was it the 1920s, 1930s, 1940s, or 1950s? We'll give you a moment to think about that as we do a way back Wednesday rewind
1: On the NBC each night you hear three tones ring out They have a special meaning So here's what it's all about. I
2: love you. Three little tones have just had their say, I love you, funny but honey, that's what they say. Chimes
6: have rung,
2: programs done,
6: my love song has just
2: begun. Turn the dials of your heart, tune into my station. We may be
6: miles apart. You're ready, tell you I know. Listen, dear. Can-
3: Wednesday rewind there. They debuted with a radio network of 24 stations on this date. The decade is what we're looking for, Kimmy. Was it the 1920s, the 1930s, 1940s, or 1950s? 1930s? It was
5: 1926.
3: Yes, the 20s is when that happened. The year is 1956, Kimmy. This movie is, well, it's released on this date in the United States. Its original title was The Reno Brothers, but nobody saw it. Under that title, because shortly before the movie premieres, a song from the movie is released and becomes a hit on radio. It becomes so big that they change the title of the movie from the Reno Brothers to something else. The person who performed the song, the hit song, is also an actor in the movie. Can you tell me the name? Of the movie What it became What it was changed to It was changed From the Reno Brothers To what Here is your audio clue Never
5: let me go You have made my life complete And I love you so
3: And what is the name?
2: Love Me tender. Love Me tender, love me true, all my dreams fulfill,
5: for my darling,
6: I love you, and I always will. Out of the great southwest comes
4: the sensational adventure of the notorious Reno brothers and the girl they fought over. Starring Richard Egan as Vance Reno, who came back from the wars to claim his bride. Deborah Padgett as Kathy, who loved one Reno brother,
6: but married another. And introducing Elvis Presley as Clint Reno, who loved his brother, but also loved his brother's girl. I know you and Kathy used to be kind of fond of each other, but... Well, you ain't got no hard feelings against either one of us now, have you? Hard feelings? Me? Me? Why, of course not. I hoped it'd be that way, we Vance. We're so much in love.
7: Don't you even try and understand?
5: Nobody asks why a woman falls in love and gets
6: married.
7: You do. You ask me with every look, and you've got no right to think I was faithless.
6: Say you want your lover. Say you ain't laid awake every night by my side thinking of him. Wishing I was Vance. Wishing you'd waited for him and never married me. Oh, let me. Honey, let me. We're gonna. Call me poor boy, poor boy, poor boy.
2: Love me tender, love me sweet.
3: Have you ever seen that movie, Kimmy, Love Me Tender?
2: No, I haven't.
3: Oh, you, you haven't seen too many Elvis movies. Have you, as a matter of fact, have you even seen one Elvis movie? I don't think so. What is wrong with you? I don't I'm, know. I know we have uh, some good friends right now in Texas they are shouting at you. because oh, they they, know. they they love Elvis, you know. I know. I guess you don't like Elvis. Is that it?
2: That's not true.
3: Then why don't you? Why haven't you ever seen any of the movies? I, I don't know. Okay. All right. Let's see how you are with something that is... Well, something that happened in history that became a film, became a book first, then a film, Kimmy. It was on this date in 1959. Dick Hickok and Perry Smith murdered four members of the Clutter family at their farmhouse in Kansas. This became the subject of a certain book and then a film. Two-part question. Tell me the name of the book Slash movie, and tell me who wrote the book.
2: In Cold Blood, Truman Capote.
0: A book about this crime by Truman Capote became a worldwide bestseller. Now, a
6: motion picture brings this book to the screen. In
3: Cold Blood. That is correct, Kimmy. And I take it you have seen that movie. Yes. You've never read the book, though, correct? Mm, No. Shame on you. We have that. It's in my library. Okay. Yeah, it's it's one I highly recommend checking out. The movie, too. Matter of fact, it's one of those where you could, either have, you could either have seen the movie and never read the book and enjoy the book, or you may have read the book and you can enjoy the movie. The original version of the book as a film, I think they made it into a TV-made uh, movie back in the 90s or so, but the original is the one that you will want to check out. Haunting performances, correct? Mm-hmm. Robert Blake, very powerful. Oh, yes. The year is 1971. Kimmy, we have a music question for you. This group releases their sixth album. They have a song that breaks the top 40. 1971 on the Billboard Hot 100 Foot Stomping Music. Tell me who the recording artists were. Ah! It's definitely from the time period. Kimmy likes to call Waka Waka Music. Can you tell me who had that as a hit? That's foot stomping music, by the way. Uh, no. It's from Grand Funk Railroad. It was off their sixth album, released on this date, called E Pluribus Funk. 1971. I take that's not in your uh, vinyl collection. Mm -mm. Maybe this next one is, Kimmy. 1974, this person releases this single in the United Kingdom. It was released in the United States. Well, they waited till June of 1975. See if you can identify the recording artist. This song, by the way, this single did not chart in the United States, but the individual has a very unique sound. Let's see how good Kimmy is. Can you tell me who that is?
2: Ringo Starr.
3: That's right. Written by John Lennon. Goodnight Vienna. And at the same time of releasing Goodnight Vienna, they also released Only You in the United Kingdom. Do you have either of those on anything? Mm-mm. 1975. This group was a guest on a certain United States TV show. They performed these two songs. Tell me the name of the group. So when you- Kimmy, who is that? ABBA. That's right. 1975 is, well, the year when they performed those two songs... They performed it on this TV show, Identify the TV Show.
0: The people you're about to meet sold two million records of Waterloo in Europe alone. They've traveled all over the continent. They've only been here, I guess, maybe two, three times. They really haven't seen all of the United States. I hope they get a chance to do so. And uh, the combination of their first names, initials, makes up the name of the group. We're going to be talking with them in a half a second.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, please greet from Stockholm, Sweden, Abba. Kimmy, who, or nah, let's rephrase that. What is the name of the TV show they played on?
2: American Bandstand.
0: Benny Anderson, since your name is easy for me to pronounce, I will ask you to please introduce me to everybody else, all right?
4: Well, this is Frida, my, uh, well, I hope she's going to be my wife. We
0: yeah. hope for your sake, yeah. too. <laughs> We're engaged right now. This is Anna, married to Bjorn. Now, that, now you shortened up Anna. That's right. What's the full name? It's Agneta, but Anna is a little easier. Oh. You know, the thing that amazes me, I listen to your music, we were talking about it in the dressing room, and you people have no Swedish accent. If we were to do an imitation of a Swedish accent in this country, it would be very broad and ja and hoot and all yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. Do you notice the
6: difference in English accents? Uh, yes, I guess we do because we travel so much around.
3: Kimmy, who is the person, who is the host of American Bandstand who is interviewing the group? Dick Clark. If you want to see a bizarre, and it is kind of bizarre, interview uh, with uh, Dick Clark and them... Uh, he has them doing accents. Oh. Uh, yeah, if that's of interest, it's you, know, you can find it. It's very easy to find. The year is 1984. This group's 16th studio album is released. It would become the Billboard Album of the Year in 1985. They have quite a few tracks that become charted hits. They have a title track, Kimmy. Tell me the name of the song. We have the name of the album, that 16th album, and then we want to know the name of the group. Here is your clue. Emergency. 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 Wow, yeah. Emergency. Emergency. Kimmy, can you tell me the name of the title track? Emergency? Yeah, very, I don't know how you got that. And can you tell me the name of the group? Cool and the Gang. That's right. Cool and the Gang, 16th album, Emergency. Emergency tracked at number, or actually charted at the uh, peak of 18 on the Billboard Hot 100. Can you name one of the other songs from that album, Emergency, Kimmy, that hit the top 40? Ladies' Night? No.
5: No. Um. Celebrate?
3: No. Uh Here we go. Let's just have some fun this way then. The next one that hit on the charts was Fresh. It was at number 9.
2: She's fresh, fresh, exciting. She's so exciting to me. She's fresh, fresh.
3: And then we have Misled at number 10. Now, the album had a bigger hit, Kimmy, the biggest hit, the million-selling hit, peaks at number two on the Billboard Hot 100. What is your guess? The year is the mid-1980s. Mm. I'll give you a bonus clue. A friend of yours would play this song, if my memory serves me correctly, Ugh. over and over and over again. Can you tell me the name of the song?
5: Um, I think I've blocked it. Well, I know it starts out with seagulls.
3: Here we go, Kimmy. Here is a way back Wednesday memory for you. that long distance dedication going out to Kibby's friend terry yes uh, d- didn't she play that song a few times didn't you actually steal the record from her or break it or scratch I,
5: it i i hit it
3: you didn't melt it right you, but you did hide it
5: i think i still have it but i hit it
3: that means time. you stole it if you still have it was it was mine oh it was your record it so, was mine so she was actually damaging your record by playing it over and over mm-hmm. again how dare her do that right, right that wow the year is 1986, Kimmy. This group releases the LP, License to Ill. It would be the first rap LP to top the Billboard album chart. Tell me who it is. The year is 1986.
2: You gotta fight for your right to
3: Can you tell me who that is? The Beastie Boys. That's right. And by the way, that song was released as the fourth single one of their best-known songs, it reached number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 in the weeks of in the week of March seventh, nineteen eighty-seven. We won't ask where you were because we know you were. I don't even know if you were actually crawling on the floor at that time period, Kimmy. Yes, <laughs> hey, Kim, you know Kimmy is the youngest of us here at the Riley and Kimmy Show. The year is nineteen eighty-six. For the second time in its history, Saturday Night Live has to use a time delay. They do that because of the host. They were prepared because who they had as a host, they actually decided to, well, put the time delay on. The question for you is, in 1986, who did they use that time delay on? Here is a clue. This comedian actually recorded a song that charted on Top 40 and Rock Radio. It actually charted on the Billboard album Rock Track Charts, Number 18 from 1988, tell me who the comedian is that had to, well, had to have the old time delay on Saturday Night Live.
2: Wild thing, I think you movement. me. But I want to know for sure. Time I kiss
0: you, I t-
3: You might remember that video. He had a ton of rockers in there with him, and he had Rodney Dangerfield, who he was a very good friend with in it as well, and Jessica Hahn dancing and stuff. He did the, well, the the cover of the Trogs hit, Wild Thing. Who is he, Kimmy? He was a former preacher. And then Sam Kennison? Yeah, and that's right, Sam Kennison. He had to have the old, uh, you know, time delay on Saturday Night Live. Mm. That was in 1986. Looking for, Kimmy, the name of the movie and tell me the year within two years. This movie is released on videotape for the first time. Identify the movie.
0: Wait till they get a load of me.
3: Ooh. 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 Give me, tell me the name of the movie. Batman. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. What year did it come out on videotape, Kimmy, for the first time within two years? On videotape. Videotape. That means VHS and Betamax.
2: 1992?
3: You miss it by one year because it came out the same year it was in theaters. Really, 1989. They had really? that. It was. I think it was one of the earliest that they actually, you know, from when it came in the theater came out. They wanted to get that Christmas season. Mm. So they they did, and yeah, it was 1989 that that was released. The year is 1997. The video for this single premieres on MTV. Tell me the name of the band. They have a very, very unique sound. The single is The Memory Remains. down Kimmy quit quit dancing Kimmy tell me the name of the band Metallica that's right and the years 2005 this person releases her debut album called Some Hearts it would become the 2006 Billboard album of the year would win the Grammy Award Best New Artist for 2007 tell me who the recording artist is here is a single from the album reaches number one on the Billboard Hot 100 the song. Can you tell me who that is?
2: Leanne Rimes?
3: That is wrong. One more guess? Um, Carrie Underwood? Yes, Kimmy gets it on the second round there. That's Carrie Underwood who had Inside Your Heaven from the album Some Hearts, which was released on this date in 2005. <laughs> Celebrity and notable birthdays this person born 1919 he was the first presiding well uh, person on this reality TV show Kimmy the show ran for well with him and had different versions but with him ran from 1981 to 1993 he was on for 12 seasons 2484 episodes here's the theme to the TV show tell me the TV show <laughs> think Kimmy knows this one. Kimmy, can you tell me the name of the TV show? People's Court. You are correct. Now tell me who the person is who was born on this date. Here is your audio clue. I know
5: you've all been sworn. I've read your complaint, uh, gentlemen. You claim the defendant uh, obtained a color slide from your movie and used it in his. The facts in this case are like a jigsaw puzzle. I have to rely on the... Litigants here and the witnesses to supply the pieces of the puzzle. I can't tell really whether or not it's the same person that signed both releases. I'm not a handwriting expert. They're sufficiently similar to say it could be the same. There's some differences. I suppose if I were an expert, I could say that it's not the same. But neither one of you chose to hire an expert, and I didn't. So I have to. Go by what's given me. That's all. Judgment is for the
3: defendant. Who is it, Kimmy? Judge Wapner. Yeah, we'll accept that. Joseph Wapner, born in the state 1919, died this year, February of this year, at the age of 97. Next person, part of films, television, a ton of TV shows, voiceover work, tons of cartoons. We could play audio from his things literally for a day a lot of work but we have something as a clue here he was on this tv show kimmy for a long period of time 1970 to 1977 he was in 166 episodes identify the tv show as soon as you can here is its well easy listening version the theme has been you know dripped down a little bit What is the TV show?
5: The Mary Tyler Moore Show.
3: Uh, that was waiting for the cat yeah we had to wait for the cat now kimmy this person was on that show 166 episodes tell me who the person is and how old this person is today within five years
5: you know what you got spunk i hate spunk tell you what i'll try you out for a couple of weeks see if it works out if i don't like you i'll fire you you don't like me i'll fire you
3: kimmy who is it Ed Asner. That's right. How old is Ed Asner, who you met a couple of years ago in Lakeland? How old is he within five years?
2: Yeah,
5: um, 90?
3: He is 88 today. He was on the Mary Tyler Moore show from 70 to 77. What show did he go to right after the Mary Tyler Moore show? Lou Grant. That's right. He was on that for 114 episodes. Did you ever watch that show?
5: uh I, th- I think i probably did
3: all right if you have a good ear he was part of the batman the animated series from 1992 to 1994 he played roland daggett for five episodes he was on spider-man the cartoon from 94 to 98 he played jay jonah jameson in 35 episodes 1998 2000 he was part of superman the animated series he plays granny goodness he's on king of the hill Two episodes, he plays Stinky and, of course, Up. Can you tell me the name of the character he played? The first name of the character he played in Up. Mm, you, no. You, you have the... You I ha- know
2: I have the little figure.
3: Yes. You cannot. he te- signed the back of his head. Yes, you cannot tell me Carl. Oh, yeah. That's right. That, that, that's correct. He did. He signed your pop vinyl, I think. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Going back to birthdays, Kimmy, this singer... Born on this date, she is 85 years old. She had a number one hit in 1964 on the Billboard Hot 100. Tell me who it is.
1: When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go. Downtown. When you've got worries, all the noise and the hurry seems to help, I know. Downtown. Just listen to the music of the
2: traffic in the city. linger on the sidewalk where the neon signs are pretty. How
3: can you lose? Downtown was a hit for whom? Kimmy, who's having a birthday today? I don't know. We'll give you one more clue here. A song she performed on the Ed Sullivan Show, and that was in 1966. She did this song. This single would debut on the Billboard Hot 100 at number 26. It would peak at number 11. Maybe this will get the name out of you.
1: It's a sign of the times that your love for me is getting so much stronger. It's a sign of the times,
0: and I know that I won't have to wait much longer. You've changed a lot somehow from the one I used to
2: know.
3: Can you do it, Kimmy? Did that jar anything? I don't know. It's Petula Clark having a birthday today. She is 85. Next person was part of a group for a period of time. Did some solo work, Kimmy. Charted with something in 1982. It peaked at number 13. Tell me who it is, who's having a birthday, and what group she was part of. I know. From 1982, I know there's something going on. Number 13 hit for whom, Kimmy? Who's having a birthday? Frida. That's right. She is 72 today. What group was she part of?
2: ABBA. I see
3: dead people. Notable deaths, Kimmy. 1954, this actor passes away at the age of 76. He did a lot of Golden Age of Radio work and Golden Age of Cinema and Stage See if you can tell me who he is from It's a Wonderful Life. Here is your audio clue. The
6: point is, I want to hire you.
0: I want you to manage my affairs, run my properties. George, I'll start you out at $20,000 a year. You wouldn't mind living in the nicest house in town, buying your wife a lot of fine clothes, a couple of business trips to New York a year, maybe once in a while Europe. You wouldn't mind that, would you, Jones? George Bailey, whose ship has just come in. Provided he has enough brains to climb aboard.
6: Oh, confounded man, are you afraid of success? I'm offering you a 3 years contract at $20,000 a year starting today. Is it a deal or isn't it?
3: Kimmy, can you tell me who played Mr. Potter? Can you tell me who that is? Lionel Barrymore? Fantastic. I am surprised you actually did that. He... He passed away on this date in 1954 at the age of 76. I didn't have to go to bonus clues. By the way, his portrayal of, well, as Mr. Potter became the, well, influence for Simon Sinister, mm. the voice of. And if you have the opportunity to hear any of Lionel Barrymore's golden age of radio work, take that opportunity, especially Scrooge. He is... Beyond a doubt, in my mind, the best Scrooge I have ever heard. I put his audio productions against any film versions that have been done. It's just fantastic. 1958, he played Zorro and many, many other things. I love his version of Zorro. Him in this, uh, the, this the fighting scenes with uh, Basil Rathbone are just fantastic. And that is Tyrone Power, passed away on this date in 1958. Kimmy, I think you did a fantastic job with Way Back Wednesday Trivia. All right. Thank you. And we're going to go back in time and honor something we talked about on Trivia with the Golden Age of Radio. Radio, me radio. Still loves you. And that's the Riley and Kimmy Show. We have a couple of things here. First of all, with this episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show, we're going to Do a tribute to actor Tyrone Power, who died on this date in 1958. We have Blood and Sand, a fantastic performance in the golden age of radio by him. It's from 1941. On our website, right now, we mentioned Lionel Barrymore and Scrooge. We have an old-time radio production of Scrooge starring Lionel Barrymore. This is a must-listen. It's uninterrupted. It's just all by itself. Therefore, your Christmas and holiday enjoyment. You can listen to it any given time. It's available on our website right now at RileyandKimmy.com. So if you like the Tyrone Power thing here, hey, check out Lionel Barrymore on our website. Kicking off our tribute to Tyrone Power, here is Blood and Sand from 1941 on The Riley and Kimmy Show.
5: In the town of Sevilla, some 30 years ago, a Spanish boy prayed to La Macarena, patron saint of the bullfighter. It was a strange sort of prayer, half entreating, half boastful.
8: My father was El Gallardo. My father was a great killer of bulls. And I am his son, Juan Gallardo. Someday I, too, will be a great killer of bulls, for the bull who can harm me has never been born. Someday I will be the first matador of all Spain. I will make the church bells ring and the people shall point me out and call my name. Juan Gallardo. Juan Gallardo, the greatest torero in the world.
5: From poverty and hunger in Sevilla, the young Gallardo went out into the world. In the bull rings of Madrid, he learned his trade. In the outlying provinces, he practiced it until at last his name is mentioned in an article by the great critic, Curo, mentioned with contempt.
6: And here is Juan Gallardo, a newcomer, a flat-footed novellero from Sevilla, taking money under false pretenses. He has nothing to recommend him but a certain stupid animal courage that makes his work in the ring look more like suicide than battle. He's definitely fifth-rate.
5: Now young Gallardo is returning to Sevilla. With his four companions of the bull ring, he sits in the crowded coach looking at a newspaper. But he looks only at the pictures. Juan Gallardo has never learned to read. Suddenly he sees his own face. A picture of himself. Smiling with bravado. Hair curled in the best tradition of the bullfighter. Dressed in the loudest of cheap clothing. With a cry, he jumps from his seat.
4: Manolo, Pulga, Pablo, come here, quick. Ah, uh, what's the matter? Pablo, look. The newspaper. There's my picture in the newspaper. Let me see one. What does it say? Ah,
6: it's your picture, no doubt of it. It looks just like you, Juan.
4: Yes, and look there. That must be my name. There's something written underneath. Read it to me, Pablo. Read it. Read it? You know I can't read one any more than you can. I've got to know what it says. Hey, you. You over there.
6: Huh? Oh, you mean me, senor?
4: Yes, you. Come here. You know how to read? Oh, oh, yes, senor. Good. Now read that. Below that picture there. Read it to me.
6: Uh, well, uh, Oh, this is an article by the great critic, Kuro. Uh, Kuro? Now, what does he say? Well, uh... Well, well, in it he praises the merits of various novilleros, including one, Juan Gallardo.
4: Juan Gallardo? That's me. Now, what does he say about me? Well, uh, he says. Uh, Read it. Uh,
6: eh? Oh, well, oh, oh, si, senor, si, senor. He says, uh, easily the most promising of the season's newcomers is Juan Gallardo,
4: the Sevilla novillero. Ah, good. Go on. Uh,
6: oh. Oh, oh, well, uh, he, he says uh, his work in the ring is classic. Pure and perfect. Bullfighting of an absolute integrity. Sevilla should be proud of its son, whose name will one day cover it with undying luster.
4: Amigo, I thank you.
6: Senor, don't don't mention it.
4: Don't mention it. Senor. Well, my friend, did you hear that? What do you think, Pablo? The sun comes at last from behind the clouds. I tell you, praise some Kuro's belt contract. This is the beginning of history. Hey, Manolo?
5: Why?
4: After all, it's only one man's opinion. What's wrong, Manolo? Phrase from Curo doesn't please you, eh? I didn't hear my name mentioned, or Pablo's or Pulga's or Collas, for that matter. We work too, you know. Of course, we're only the quadrille For ten years we've worked with you, and what has it brought us? My pockets are empty. Mine aren't. But then you don't make as much as I do. Your pockets are bulging with pesetas right now. Four thousand to be exact. Not a bad season, Manolo. Someday I'll make twice as much in one afternoon.
6: Sevilla! Sevilla!
4: Come on. we're here. Sevilla. Get the luggage. Juan, look out there. What's all that crowd? It's an ovation. An ovation for me? And the news has spread to Sevilla. Come
6: on. Juan, you'll have to make a
4: speech. I can't. What'll I say? Uh,
6: Whatever comes to you.
4: Here he is, friend. The great Juan Gallardo. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. I don't know uh, what to say except... Hey, hey.
6: Where are you going? Here he is. The great Juan Gallardo, the greatest Torero of, uh, come back! Come back! Pablo,
4: stop! The car doesn't seem very interested, Juan. Not in you, anyway. Uh, somebody in the other coach. See? Well, maybe they haven't seen the paper yet, eh? Come on, Pablo. Juanillo. Oh, it's your mother, Juan.
7: Juanillo.
8: Oh, Juanillo, oh, oh, mio.
4: Oh, Madrecita.
8: Juanillo, oh, mio. Let me see you. Oh, it has been so long.
4: I told you I'd come back, Madrecita. Rich and famous.
8: Look at me. Let
7: me touch your face. Oh.
4: From now on, it's a new life, Madrecita. No more work for you. No more scrubbing of floors. you uh, Pablo, give me that package. That one.
8: Anio, mio.
4: Here, Madrecita. I brought something for you. A little present. I have presents for everyone. I want you to invite all my old friends tonight. A party in my honor. We'll get food and wine and. Oh, here. Here, Madrecita. For you.
8: Oh, Juanillo. Oh,
4: it's a mantilla. Real lace.
8: Real lace? For me?
4: And why not? All the great ladies have lace mantillas.
8: Juanillo. Oh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> have a good time. Have a good time, everybody. Well, well, what have we got here? The two longest bases in Spain. Why aren't you two dancing? Your sister will not dance, Juan. Why not? And Encarnacion, why don't you dance with Antonio?
1: I don't feel like dancing.
4: Oh, what's wrong? Antonio, you tell me. Your sister and I have been engaged now
6: for four years. Each year we've been planning to get married, and now, uh, now we should be married.
1: <laughs>
4: well, that's all right. What's stopping you?
1: Antonio's been let out of the saddlery shop.
4: How much will it take to open a shop of your own, Antonio? Well, I should say, well, not less than 2,000 pesetas. It's all settled. You're in business. I mean, well, you mean you will... Of course. It's a wedding present. And I hope the first one's a boy.
1: Oh, Juanillo. Juan,
4: I can't thank you. I'll make an announcement. Oh, yes. Stop the music. Stop the music there.
2: Señores,
4: señores. I have an important announcement to make. the marriage of my sister and canacion to Antonio Lopez, which will take place... As soon as possible. And in honor of this occasion, I wish to present a few gifts I have brought for Madrid. Here's one for Lorenzo Rodriguez. Angelina Marcos. Senora Mayarda. Elena. Fernando. Mateo. Enrique. Humberto. And that's all.
6: No, there's one more package. Who is that for? Uh, no, 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 Please. Please, I'm sorry,
4: but this last gift is a secret. It's for well, it's for somebody who's not here yet. Uh, music, there, music. Oh yes, music.
7: Juanillo.
4: Yes, Madrecita.
7: The last gift, the great secret. Who is it for?
4: I can't tell even you, Madrecita. Oh,
7: then I will tell you. If it is for Carmen Espinosa, she still lives at the ranch outside the town.
4: Ah, uh, thank you, Madrecita. Good night. Don't be too late, son. Excuse me, senor. I'm in a hurry just now, my friend. Please. Just a word. I've had the devil's own time lately. A few centimos, senor. Anything at all. Anything. Come over here to the light. I thought I recognized you. You are Garabato. Correct, amigo. The great Garabato, the greatest matador of them all. I regret to say I'm still alive. I thought you'd retired, gone to the country and bought a ranch. I left the ring as I came into it, without a centimo. You remember me? Juan Gallardo. I live here. Gallardo? Of course. You are in the ring now, too. Have things been going good for you? Oh, I've had a good season. I look forward to a better one. I suppose your quadrille is... uh, Yes, it's full up just now. But I've had a lot of experience. My whole life's been spent in the ring. I know all the critics. I'm sorry. Then perhaps you could use a servant, a sword handler, a dresser. Very well. Why not? Come and see me in the morning. Senor. Here. Get some food.
6: Oh, senor, I thank you. I kiss your hand, senor. Uh,
4: good night, Garabato. In the morning, then.
6: In the morning. Thank you, senor.
4: Carmen, come to the window. Carmen.
8: Who is it? Who is down there?
4: Carmen, it's Juan. It's Juan Callardo.
8: Oh, Juan. Juan Leo. Come in the house. I'll be right down. Oh, Juan.
4: Carmen, Sita,
8: You here. You've come back at last. Oh,
4: Juan. Didn't I tell you I would? didn't I promise? And you promised something, too.
8: To wait for you. I remember.
4: (laughs) All the way on the train from Madrid, I kept thinking and worrying. Perhaps she's tired waiting. Oh, no. Perhaps she's gone away. Oh, no, no. Perhaps she's even forgotten me.
8: Oh, you couldn't possibly think that.
4: I even thought... Do you know the very first thing I asked my mother when I got home? Pedro Espinosa's little girl, I said, with the skinny legs and the funny face... Has she by any chance been married yet? (laughs) I can't get over it. I never dreamed you'd grow up to be so very nice to look at.
8: Did you think of me often?
4: Every day of my life.
8: Then why did you never write to me?
4: Write? Well, maybe it's silly, but I didn't want to write until I could sign my first letter to you, Juan Gallardo, Matador de Toros.
8: Oh, then you are not the great Matador yet.
4: No, no, but I've done pretty well. Not bad at all. Guess what I cleared this season? Over 4,000 pesetas.
8: Four thousand?
4: And that's nothing to what I'll make later when I've been recognized. Not that I've been entirely overlooked now, mind you. Not at all. (laughs) Let's take a look at that. My first press notice. And by Kuro, mind you. Kuro? The greatest critic of them all. Pretty nice, don't you think?
8: Juan, have you read this? Of course. And you like it?
4: Well, I think it's wonderful. And by Kuro... Read it.
8: I have read it.
4: No, read it aloud.
8: Juan, I know why you never wrote to me. It's because you haven't learned to write or read. Is that it?
4: Read what it says.
8: What for? I just... Read it. Very well. And here is a newcomer. A flat-footed number hero from Sevilla. Taking money under false pretenses.
4: What? Go on.
8: He... He has nothing to recommend him but a certain stupid animal courage, which makes his work in the ring look more like suicide than battle. He is... Juan, when will we be married?
4: There's more. Read it.
8: He's definitely fifth rate. Juan, when will we be married?
4: Read the rest. I want to hear the rest.
8: It's useless to predict the future for him. He will probably be killed in a ring long before he advances from another year to Matador. Oh, Juanillo.
4: Well, I, I guess I came back a little too early. Give me the clipping.
8: Juanillo, why don't you throw it away and forget about no, no, it?
4: No, no, no. I'll keep it. And someday I'll make Coro eat his words. Someday I'll come back to you with a whole trunk full of clippings. And when you marry me, you'll marry the first Torero in Spain. Not the second or the third, but the first, the greatest. I'll make the church bells ring for me. I'll go now, Carmen.
8: Juanillo. What's in the package there?
4: Why, it's it's nothing.
8: What is it, Juanillo?
4: Oh, it's just something I I thought I was going I was going to me? Let me see. No, no, Carmen, don't open it, please. It's it's nothing, really.
8: I want to see. But
4: I tell you, it's nothing at all.
8: Juanillo. It's a dress. A wedding dress. Oh, oh how beautiful it is. How beautiful it is.
4: I got it in the finest shop in Madrid. I want the best wedding dress you have. Price is no object, I told them. It cost 500 pesetas.
8: Juanillo, when will we be married?
6: Juan Gallardo, have you seen him in the ring? wonderful he's just a nobillero yet but everyone is saying Juan Gallardo, Juan Gallardo, everyone's talking about Juan Gallardo in Salamanca last week they were mad Juan Gallardo, the most promising matador of the century we predict a brilliant future Juan Gallardo Juan Gallardo now he's being dressed for the ring. You'll see him when he comes out. Oh, just open the door, just a little bit. No, get back.
7: What is he going to wear today?
6: Signora, I'm his brother-in-law, not his personal dresser. He has a hundred different costumes for the ring, a hundred swords, a hundred capes. What is it like in there, Antonio? My friend, it is like an emperor holding court. Gallardo sits on his throne being dressed. And in front of him, all the critics in Sevilla. Curo is there. Curo, the greatest of them all. You at last, severe as a matador, the first matador in Spain, a saint, the first man of the world. I, Curo, say it. Thank you, Senor Curo. And I, Curo, tell you this: that the day Gallardo here was born, there was salt in the air, a great quantity of salt. You should have seen him at the corrida of the feast of the Anunciación. He was so near the bull. Next day, Garabajo spent hours picking the bull's hairs out of Juan's clothes. I, <laughs> Curo, tell you that I could not
4: believe my own eyes. But you did believe them, Kuro. the day you saw me fight as a noviero in Madrid. In Madrid? Three years ago. You wrote a piece in the paper about me. My first press notice. Really? Yes. You said I was definitely fifth rate. Oh. Uh, oh,
6: yes, yes, I
4: remember. But the, the next time I saw you in the ring, you were a different man. Something must have happened to you. Yes. Something did happen. I got married. Ah, he got married. <laughs> yes. Those were the lean days when I fought both bulls and hunger at the same time. Kudo, have you ever been hungry? Uh, Never, but I've frequently been thirsty. (laughs) I can tell you this. The gore of hunger is worse than the horns of a bull. My friends have said to me, Juanillo, life's been very magnificent to you. How does it feel way up there on top of the ladder? Then I think of all the good things that have come to me. And there's one thing that stands out above everything else. I can buy all the food my belly can hold. And all my friends' bellies. And I don't have to ask the price of anything anymore.
6: Uh,
4: what is it, Pablo? Juanillo, I am ready for the grave. I've just come from the drawing of the bulls. We drew a couple of the meanest-looking beasts I've ever seen. Sluggish, treacherous. What
6: difference? A bull's a bull. They're all alike to Juanillo.
4: All safe. Senor Kudo, there's no such thing as a safe bull. Juanillo, these two are monsters with lightning in their horns. A cow has not been born yet that can give birth to the bull that can hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> Nevertheless, I think you should rest before this
6: fight. An excellent idea. We'd better be going, gentlemen. Good luck, Juanillo. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you.
4: Garabato? Yes in here.
0: Yes, one always sweats the big drop in the morning of an afternoon.
6: They used to crowd into my room,
4: too, when I was dressing, like a funeral before one's dead. Carabato, I wouldn't admit this to anybody else in the world, but always when I'm dressing like this, there's a feel of rust in my throat, a taste of death, fear. But it's gone when I step into the arena. The minute I hear the music and the yell of the crowd, everything's all right again. Yes, I know. It was always that way with me. May I come in now? I've been waiting for you. That's all them. See, si, senor.
8: Well, you? how do you feel today?
4: Good as bread. And you?
8: I wish it were this time tomorrow.
4: Carmen you've got to learn not to worry.
8: Please, let me worry just a little. It makes me feel better.
4: Uh, you wouldn't worry if you could have heard what Curo just said about me. At last Sevilla has a matador, he said. Where's my Montera? Here it is. The greatest matador in history, Curo said. The first man of the world. That makes you the first lady. There. How do I look?
8: Look in the mirror.
4: You're my mirror. How do I look?
8: Like a little boy, all dressed up for a party.
4: Uh, Somehow I feel it'll be a great afternoon. I wish you could be there with me.
8: I'm always with you, Juan.
4: Carmen, what do you do with yourself when I'm in the ring?
8: First, I pray to La Macarena. I pray to keep you safe from harm. Oh, Carmen. Then I go and sit by the window and count the seconds. Every one is an hour. When the sun begins to go down, I look up the street, and there is no one. So I stop breathing. And then the sun goes down, and it's dark, and my heart stops beating. And then I hear cheers. And I see people running, and I know it's one, one coming home. My breath comes back, and my heart stops beating again like a drum.
4: Chiquita, you're the only true one in the world.
8: Kiss me, one of you. Now go. La Macarena, Lady of hope. Bring him back to me. Please. Bring my your back to
5: me. Just off the arena is a tiny chapel where the Matadors come to pray before entering the ring. Juan Gallardo is there, kneeling, his head bowed, his lips moving silently. The anteroom of the chapel is lined with people, gathered to steal a glance at the great matador. Among them is the critic Kuro and a woman, a woman called Doña Sol de Mura.
6: Ah, you're lucky to be here, Doña Sol. I, Kuro, tell you that this afternoon you'll see history made.
1: Really? And what am I to see that is so wonderful? Since you've
6: been away, Doña Sol, a new star has risen. His name is Juan Gallardo.
1: Gallardo. I think I've heard the name. I should like to meet him.
6: Make room, please. A Gallardo is coming out. Juan. Juanio, here.
1: Yes? Doña Sol,
6: permit me to present the great Gallardo. Senora.
1: I have been promised something unforgettable this afternoon, Juan Gallardo. I'm sure you will not disappoint me.
4: I'll try not to, Senora.
1: Mm-hmm. Good luck, Juan gallardo.
4: Beautiful, isn't she? What did you say her name was? Doña Sol de Mura. Very rich.
6: Ah, the things I could tell you of that one, Juanillo. If the bullring is death in the afternoon, she is death in the evening. Juanillo? you yeah, are waiting.
4: I'm ready, Pablo. <laughs> I dream of you.
8: Mm. Kiss me. One oh, no.
4: Now, where are the newspapers?
8: I'll go get them in a moment. They were wonderful. Also, Villa is running with your name this morning. Now eat your breakfast. Mm. I'm hungry. To whom did you dedicate the book?
4: Oh, some Gachi. Who? I don't know. I never saw her before.
8: Then why did you dedicate it to her?
4: Well, she was with a party of swells. It pays to be in with those kind of people. She threw me some flowers.
8: I hate her. Was she pretty? Uh, not bad. Prettier than me?
4: That's impossible.
8: I don't hit her anymore. Do you know, you came home last night without your Montera? Oh, did I? What became of it?
4: I must have left it at the cafe. Come in. Oh, I'll get about home?
0: The messenger just
8: came with this note
4: for you. Oh, give it to me. And go get the newspaper. See, si, senor. Here, Carmen. You read it for me.
8: You sure you want me to?
4: I can't read it myself. Who is it from?
8: Donna Sol de Mura.
4: Oh. Well, what does it say?
8: Senor Juan Gallardo, Matador de Toros. Thank you for dedicating the first bull to me yesterday. If you want back the Montera, you threw me. You may have it by calling for it tonight at 8. The address is number 4 Plaza de Alfaro. Your Montera. Oh, yes.
4: Yes, now it comes back to me. I I threw the Gachi my hat, and she refused to part with it.
8: She seems willing now.
4: If she thinks I'm going to call for it, she'll grow old waiting.
8: Why shouldn't you call for it? She must be somebody of importance if she lives in the Plaza de Alfaro. What does she look like?
4: Oh, I don't remember. Just a woman.
8: Well, if she's just a woman,
4: then why don't you want to go? Don't argue about it. I'm not going.
8: You're not? I'm glad. Glad? But you were just. Say... As long as you don't want to go, you can go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Umberto, more wine for Senor Gallardo hey,
4: It's very good wine, your soul Thank you Tell me, what kind of soup was that we had?
1: Turtle soup
4: Have you never eaten
1: turtle soup before?
4: Uh, never It tastes good But not as good as gazpacho Ever eat that, Captain Martinez?
0: No, I don't think so
4: I was raised on it Really? How is it made? Well, you take uh, biscuit, oil, vinegar, onions and garlic you take uh, crumbs of bread and fry them in a pan. You throw them all in a pot, gazpacho.
1: <laughs> Sounds lovely.
4: Now, try it sometime. I will. Dona Sol likes to try everything at once.
1: Yes, Vicente. If I were a man, I'd try bullfighting. There's nothing more exciting. It's like like a dance. A lovely dance. Most intricate. And death's on
4: me. Yeah, this is fine meat, Dona Sol. Uh, what is it? Pheasants. I could eat a dozen of them. When I retire, I'll raise pheasants and bulls.
0: Senor, may I ask what brand of perfume you use?
4: Oh, I forget the name, Captain, but it's the most expensive there is. Certainly the strongest. But since you spend most of your time with horses and bulls...
0: I
1: like the smell of horses and bulls, Vicente.
4: Yes, so I see.
0: Well, if we're going to hear Galley, we'd better be starving.
4: Senor Gallardo,
0: I hope you'll join us. Where are you going? Uh, Tito Gavi, a friend of Doña Sol's, is
1: giving a concert. I have an extra ticket if you'd care to go. Uh,
4: Thank you. Not me.
1: I'm afraid I'll have to beg out, too. One of my nasty headaches.
7: Good night, my dear. I hope you feel better soon.
1: Thank you. Please explain to Tito. He'll understand. Of course he will. We all do.
4: I'll say good night, too. Oh,
1: no. You mustn't leave me, Senor Gallardo. Wait for me on the terrace.
4: Very well. Good night, Captain Martinez. Good
0: night. I'm so sorry about your headache, don't you, soul? I'm uh, sure you'll take something for it, won't you?
1: Yes, of course, Vicente.
0: Well, good night. Or is it goodbye?
1: Vicente, why do you say that?
0: In the army, we learn many signal calls, including retreat. Here, you uh, may want your ring back.
1: Thank you, Vicente. Goodbye. Goodbye. Senor Gallardo.
4: I'm out here. How's your headache?
1: Better, thank you. Please sit down. Thank you. Ah,
4: I must say, Senora, that was the best dinner I've ever eaten.
1: It's the least I can give you for an afternoon of great emotion. You followed your star yesterday. You were inspired.
4: Who wouldn't be inspired? I had seen you. I wasn't bad, though, was I? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Would you like to play chess?
4: Oh, thanks, no. I'm much too comfortable. Matter of fact, I don't know how to play chess. Matter of fact, I'm the most ignorant man in the world, except with bulls. I'm glad you decided not to go to that concert.
1: So am I. Perhaps, perhaps we can have a concert of our own.
4: Oh, you play something?
1: The guitar, a little. You like music?
4: Some music, yes. The first music I remember was the clanging of the bells that hung from the necks of the cabestros that led the herd. I used to like the singing of the vaqueros on the ranch of your uncle, the Marquis. And I liked the music of the gypsies at the Café La Veronica.
1: Mm, the gypsies. Yes, I like their love songs. Only a gypsy knows how to play a love.
8: Carmen, Carmen, where are you? Juan, I've been so worried. Oh, Chiquita,
4: I brought something for you. A necklace. Look.
8: Juanillo. Do you like it? Juanillo. I can tell you how beautiful it is. It's too gorgeous for words. I looked all
4: over Sevilla for it. I wanted to give you something especially fine. The best that money could buy.
8: But why? What's happened? Why did you get this for me?
4: Because, Carida, because you're the only true one in the world.
6: lately. He's falling off. A month ago, he was the greatest. And last Sunday, like a year. Uh, he's not the same. He doesn't work. All he thinks of is clothes and good manners. Good manners? What does a bullfighter need with good manners?
4: What happens to a matador? One day he is great, and the next day nothing. Are you talking of Gallardo? My friend, I, Kuro, tell
6: you that Gallardo's star is waning. Why, he'll not even leave Sevilla anymore. But why? Why? Ask. <laughs>
2: your
1: soul. Oh, oh. oh, a good race, Juanito. You ride like
4: the wind on your soul.
1: But you always catch me. Juan, what are you thinking of?
4: Nothing. I don't know. When I'm with you, I forget everything else. When I'm not with you, I can't think of anything else.
1: What did you think the first time you saw me?
4: first time I saw you, I thought to myself, this is why it's great to fight bulls, so that she can be amused.
1: And the next time?
4: The next time, I thought of the roses in the garden of the Alcázar. Not as if you had them on, but as if they were flowing in your veins. I I can't express myself very well.
1: You're learning, Juanillo.
8: You're learning.
1: Down the hill, Juanillo. I'm his sister, and I know. And you are his wife, and you know nothing. I don't want to discuss it. If you want to know why he spends all his time at the Plaza Alfaro, it's because he has nothing to keep him
7: at home. Maybe if you'd give him a son or two. Encarnacion. Be quiet.
8: You have no right to say such things. Let her speak, Madresita. She can say anything she likes about me. But I won't hear a word against Juan. Not a word.
4: If he'd only take my advice, you'd think he'd
6: have some gratitude after all I've done for him.
8: And just what have you done for him, Hunter What's he done for me? Everything. He set you up in business. He let you live in his house. Who says it's his house?
1: He and his fine gestures buys a house and doesn't pay for it. Mark my words, one
4: fine morning we'll all be thrown out. He's no good in the ring anymore.
7: Afraid of a
6: scratch. It might interfere with his evening. He neglects his family, his friends, makes a spectacle
8: of himself. A lazy, drunken, worthless... Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! You aren't fit to mention his name. You. He gave you everything you had. He supports you and your children. And behind his back, you sneer at him and criticize him. Pick at him like vultures. Get out of my face! Get out! Do you, you hear? Get out! She's mad! Come on, Tonya, quickly! She's mad! I cannot stand it, Mother I cannot stand it anymore. Carmen Sita. I can't stand anymore in this house.
7: I'm going away. No, Carmen Sita. You will stay no matter what. You will stay with Juan until the end. The end? Carmen, tell me. All those days when Juan goes to the ring, to whom do you pray?
8: To our Lady of Hope, La Macarena. What do you ask, La Macarena? Ask her to plead with God, to watch over our Juan, to keep him safe from any hurt. So I used to pray. But now I pray
7: for something different. What do you ask for? I pray to God to let my son be gored in the ring. No. Not to die, but to be hurt. Oh, it, So he may cheat the end which every torero meets. That's what I pray for. And I pray to him not to send you a son. For he will only grow up to torment you and let you die every Sunday afternoon. Just as you are dying now. Oh, Madrasita.
8: Madrasita. Dear Lady of Hope, please watch over my husband Juan. And if you see fit, dear lady, place in his heart a wish to retire from the bull ring. And one thing more, Macarena, and this is what I really came to see you about. I I don't want to hurt Juan, but I've got to do something. I can't go on living like this. Dear Macarena. Help me. Please. Help me. Tell me what to do about that woman.
0: Now for station identification, this is the Columbia Broadcasting System. After a brief intermission, Mr. DeMille presents Tyrone Power and Annabella in Act Three of Blood and Sand. Well, it's getting on toward the end of October. Moving day is just an unpleasant memory. The curtains are up in the new home and books are back on the shelves. And all over America, there are women settling into the new life of a new community. Some, and I wonder how many, find it disappointing and difficult. Wondering why people just don't seem to be as friendly as they might be. Well, it's natural, perhaps, to put the blame on others. But how often are these unfriendly neighbors thinking things like
1: this? Too bad about that nice little woman who's moved in next door. She seems so attractive, too. I'd like to be more friendly, but really... Well, it's her own fault, but then I don't suppose she realizes what's wrong.
0: That's the unfortunate part of it, Sally. We just don't realize when we ourselves offend.
1: That's why it's so foolish to take any chances with something as important as daintiness. You see, the things we wear, under things particularly, absorb perspiration. Unless we take care to Lux under things after every wearing, dresses, blouses, and sweaters often. Well, how can anyone be sure of freshness?
0: Yes, that daily Lux care is a thing no wise girl neglects. It's easy because New Quick Lux is so fast. It's safe care for pretty washables because Lux flakes are so gentle. Have no harmful alkali to fade colors or injure fabrics. It's thrifty, too, because a little Lux goes so far. Gives you so many rich suds from just a few flakes. And it's care experts advise. More makers of fine washables advise Lux flakes than advise all other soaps put together. So, to keep washables new-looking longer, to guard daintiness, too, stick to America's favorite care for nice things, new quick Lux flakes. Now, Mr. DeMille returns to the microphone.
5: Curtain rises on the third act of Blood and Sand. The star of Juan Gallardo is waning fast, and the great Torero who made the church bells ring is pointed at with scorn and laughter. In desperation, Carmen has come to plead with a woman, Doña Sol. They stand facing each other quietly. Doña Sol is smiling.
1: Do be seated, Senora Gallardo.
8: Is there anything I can offer you? Yes. My husband. Oh? Please believe me. I came here without anger. I'm not here to judge. I can understand your being interested in my husband. He's the first man in Spain. And naturally, all women run after him. Naturally. I understand his interest in you, too. Especially now when I look at you and see how beautiful you are. Thank you. Perhaps it's my fault. Perhaps if I were more beautiful, more educated and of a better family. I know of your
1: family. Your father worked for my uncle, I believe, on the ranch. Yes. All my
8: life I've heard about you. What have you heard? Shall I be frank? Please. I've heard you've been all over the world. That you speak many languages. And known many men. I've had only one man... Maybe that's one. I want so much to give him. Tell me, have you discussed this matter with Juan? No.
1: Why not? It would hurt him. Just a minute, please. Aha, Dora. Yes? Come here. In a moment. Run when I call, you hear? Run.
4: <laughs> I always run when you call.
1: Yet, you... Cornet. Well? Why don't you say something, Signora? I feel sorry for her.
4: Why did you have to do that?
1: Why?
7: Garabato. Garabato! Garabato is not here. Will you have your breakfast now, my son? Oh,
4: Good morning, little mother.
7: Good afternoon, my son.
4: Where's Garabato? He's gone. Gone?
7: You let him go last night, don't you remember?
4: Oh, yes, we had an argument. Something he did. What was it?
7: He asked for his wages. You haven't paid him in months, and he had an offer for Manolo.
4: Manolo. The great Matador Manolo. A member of my quadrilla.
7: No more, my son. Pablo is the only one left.
4: I picked Garabato out of the gutter when he was a beggar and nobody else would have him. And now he's gone. Why wasn't he paid? Why didn't Antonio attend to him? I
7: don't know. The only people who come to the house these days are tradesmen with unpaid bills I don't
4: understand it the more money I make the less I seem to have it it melts away before I ever see it
7: yes you can't build on sand my son
4: mother Sita, is there any word from Carmen
7: she's still at the ranch I saw her last week
4: you saw her why didn't you tell me is she is she well mother Sita? she's
7: as well as she could be why did you let her go on why didn't you make her stay?
4: She had a right to leave and she left. That's all there is to it.
7: Did you want her to leave? No. Do you still love her? Oh, yes. And the the other one?
4: That's quite another thing. Juan, listen. No.
7: Listen, my son. Stop it!
4: Why don't you leave me alone instead of interfering and criticizing me? Let me alone!
7: Yes, my son. Oh,
4: Madresita. Forgive me, (laughs) Madresita. The best table for Senor Gallardo. The best I have. Don't you so? What would you like?
1: Champagne.
4: Champagne. See, si, Champagne.
1: A nice place. I'm glad we came. Is this where the bullfighters come after the ring? It's very... Juan. What are you staring at me for?
4: I'm trying to figure out what sort of a woman you are.
1: Yes?
4: The trouble is, you're not one woman, but many. And never the same.
1: Well, one changes, you know.
4: Yes. Why didn't you come to see me in the ring last Sunday?
1: I had a headache. A headache? Yes. Is that so strange?
4: No. I remember another time. A headache. The night I came to your house. It was Captain Martinez then.
6: Oh, good
4: evening. Good evening, Manolo. May I sit down? Permit me to introduce myself, Senor.
6: I'm Manolo de Palma. I shall have the pleasure soon of appearing in the ring here in Seville.
1: How nice. I shall look forward to it. I understand Juan will be in the same corrida.
6: Yes, it'll
4: be the first time we've appeared together. You'll have a chance to compare our styles, to we'll work all together differently. How have you been, amigo? I've been well, thank you. And your mother? She's well, too.
6: And your little wife? I
4: hear she's gone off to the ranch with her father. That's no concern of yours. Get out. <laughs> That's hardly the way to treat an old friend, Juanillo. <laughs> Senora, would you like to dance?
1: Yes. Yes, I'd love to.
4: We came here to talk, Dona Soul.
1: And I prefer to dance. With. Manolo. Manolo. <laughs>
4: Come, senor.
1: Champagne, senor
4: and senora. Champagne. Champagne. Senor. Senor Gallardo. <laughs> There's plenty of time. We should be leaving for the ring right now. Here, you'll need some perfume. You fool! Don't douse me with that stinking stuff. I only did it to kill the smell of rum on your breath. Well, thank you to mind your own business. I know what you're up to, Pablo. If you're looking for an excuse to quit me, just say so. I'm not going to quit you, Juanillo. But it isn't right just the same to fill yourself with rum on the day of a fight. Well, it... It steadies my nerves. You will need steady nerves today. I've seen the bulls. We've drawn a bad one. It's not the bulls. It's the crowd. They're waiting for me with claws. The crowd is forgetful, Juanillo, like a woman. And fickle like a woman. And cruel like a woman. Shut your mouth. But this time you can't blame the crowd. You're not giving them anything. Well, I've had bad luck. The bulls have been much bigger. They only seem bigger because when you face them, you're afraid. You were born to very little like the rest of us. But one thing you had that was real and pure. You were a born killer of bulls. But she took that away from you. Now, when you face the bull with a sword, you're drained, you're empty. There's nothing left of you but fear. Be quiet. You've got a gun, haven't you? Why don't you bring it to the ring with you and kill the beast with a bullet? Be quiet! Now get out! Get out! Yes, Juanillo. And don't come back, do you hear? Don't come back! Stay out of my sight! Juanillo. Afraid. I'm not afraid. I fear nothing. A bull hasn't been born who can harm me. Juanillo,
7: you had better rest.
4: What are you doing? Get
7: up! I'm cleaning the floor, Juanillo. It is well to keep in practice. Get up!
4: Get up! Suppose somebody should see you.
7: There's nobody left in this house to see me, but you.
4: I don't like you to be on your knees like that.
7: Nothing wrong with being on my knees. That's how I pray. That's how I work. This house was clean when we moved into it. Let it be clean when we move out.
4: What's all this talk about moving out?
7: Juan... When you were little, you would not listen to me when you listen to me now.
4: Well, what do you want?
7: I want you to leave the bullring.
4: Leave the bullring? When I'm at the top?
7: I've been through all this before. When you reach the top, you begin to slip. There's only one way you can possibly go, and that's down.
4: Oh, Madre Cita, you talk like all the rest. Just because I've had a few poor afternoons, a little bad luck, you think I'm through. But you're wrong, and so are they all. I'm just as good as I ever was. And better because I know more.
7: Juanillo. What's wrong with your hand? My hand? You're shaking, my son.
4: It's nothing. It's always like this on the on the morning of an afternoon. <laughs> Uh, Pablo, thank you for being here. And forgive me for what I said to you. Would I let you go into the ring alone? Have you prayed, Juanillo? Yes, for many things. Come then. They are waiting.
8: Juanillo. Carmen,
4: what are you doing here?
8: I'm always here, whenever you fight.
4: You mean all these weeks since you left
8: me? I never left you, Juan. I've only been waiting for you. Waiting for the sickness to pass.
4: Only a minute ago I was praying to see you. I believe in miracles now.
8: I love you, Juan. I always will.
4: Carmen, seated
8: oh. I'm so glad you are wearing your white suit today. It's the one I like the best. You look so nice in it. So, oh, Juan. Juan me.
4: It was a sickness. And it has passed. When I feel you in my arms like this, I'm born again. I'm strong now. I can do anything. You'll see. They'll see out there. Everybody. I'll show them.
8: Juanillo, I'll wait for you here. Senora
6: Gallarda, there is a seat for you in the arena.
8: No. I will stay here, Garabato. I said I would wait for him. He is in the ring now.
6: You can see him from here, Senora. He is making history this afternoon.
8: Macarena, our oh, lady of hope, Walter Reed. He is
6: making history this afternoon.
8: Bring him back to me. Please, bring him back to me.
6: He kneels before the pool. He kneels tell you, he is arrogance itself. Juanillo, bravo!
8: He's everything I have, dear lady. He's my life.
6: Now he turns his back. He turns his back on the bull. Juanillo, be careful!
2: Juanillo,
6: the cows! Juanillo, what is it? He turns his back.
4: He turns his back. Oh, Signora, Signora. Amen. Thank you, Padre. The doctor will be here in a moment, my son. Tell him you needn't hurry.
8: Juanillo.
4: Oh, Carmen, see, I wish you could have seen me out there. I really wasn't bad.
8: I heard. The chief. Oh, Oh, Juanillo.
4: This is nothing. I'll be up on my feet before you know
8: it. Yes, Juanillo.
4: And, And Carmen, I'm going to leave the ring... There'll be money to take care of my mother. With enough left over for for us to buy a farm. Just a little patch. Somewhere in the country. And you... You can teach me how to read and and write. Oh,
8: honey, you dear. Does it hurt very much?
4: Hurt? Hurt one Gallardo? (laughs) The bull isn't born. That can't a male. I can't see. You're the only true one in the world. Padre. My child, you must be brave as he was.
0: You must ask our Lord of Great Power to give you courage.
8: No, Padre. I don't need courage. I have his. I'll always have.
3: It's the Riley and Kimmy Show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley
2: and Kimmy Show.
3: Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
7: It's my little escape.
3: Now Judy's the life of the party.
7: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
3: Whoa.